0: While we were marching through Georgia, everybody swing your honey, swing your high and low. The Alabama left for the old left hand around the ring. You go a grand old right left, walk on your heel and toe. Promenade an any pretty gal to Georgia. I'd like to start with a warning. These stories are ghost stories and some do involve suicide, it's a fairly traditional component to a ghost story, even the Haunted Mansion at Disney World has a suicide, but if it bothers you, skip this episode. Every college has a ghost or two. You can hear stories of mysterious manifestations at the Swanson Center at Piedmont which is home for the theater department. The building is relatively new and may not have been there long enough to attract some supernatural attention, but it does have a theater, and every theater has a ghost. Students at UNG tell stories of ethereal gold prospectors who refuse to let go of their claims, and who can sometimes be seen wandering through campus forever searching for gold. Ghost stories are part of our society's collective folklore. These are the stories that are told on Dark Nights when the power is out, around campfires, and in the backs of theaters while you're endlessly waiting for your turn to walk on stage. Believe in ghosts or not, a story is still a story. And this is a moving through Georgia Extra, Collegiate Ghost Stories. At UGA in Athens, there's a building named after Joseph Brown, the Georgia governor who led Georgia into the Civil War. It was intended to be a seven-unit dorm, but eventually it was converted to classrooms for the music department and now it's home for comparative literature and German and Slavic studies. Physical modification of the building made one staircase unnecessary and rather than remove the stairs, the staircase simply ends off at a blank wall. It seems funny and I'm sure that many freshmen throughout the years have been told to report to the classroom at the top of the stairs in Joe Brown Hall in the past. But, it isn't really that strange. The school where I went to college in New York had a grand staircase in the library that went just to a blank wall. And when I visited some friends at their school in Pennsylvania, they made sure to show me their stairs to nowhere. Just like every college has a sinking library, so many colleges, because of their many modifications and changes through the year, end up with a staircase where it's just cheaper to leave it than to take it out. But why these stairs to nowhere? Well, start with the facts. In March of 1972, and you can actually read this story from archived versions of the Athens Banner Herald, the body of a 26-year-old sophomore was found in a dorm room in Joe Brown Hall. This person had committed suicide and sadly several days had passed before the body was noticed. The story is that the staircase in question led directly to this room which was then sealed off and eventually just became part of the building after renovations. However, simply making the dorm room disappear didn't automatically dispose of its inhabitant. This is the perfect college ghost story. It has some odd architecture you can visit, suicide, a possible cover-up, The only thing missing is the roommate getting an automatic 4.0, because we all know how that works. Two custodians mentioned in an interview that a door near the stairs in Joe Brown Hall would automatically open by itself every day at 2.30, and the campus newspaper reported that the custodial staff wouldn't enter the premises at night due to ghostly knockings and noises. Supposedly, if you were to climb the stairs and knock on the wall three times, someone on the other side will knock back. I'd hate to be the person who has the office on the other side of that wall. Of course, every year the stairs are visited by would-be ghost hunters and the mystery of the stairs to nowhere will be part of UGA legend... ...until they take the stairs down. The Thomas Carrithers House on the corner of Baxter and Millage in Athens is also sometimes called the Wedding Cake House. It was built in 1896 by William Winstead Thomas and was occupied by a few important Athens families. There were some weddings in the house and some deaths. The story and this is a story because there's no evidence about this, is that the daughter of one of the home's owners, who may have been named Susie or Isabel, was stood up at the altar and immediately went home and hanged herself in her wedding dress. In 1939, the Alpha Gamma sorority purchased the property and it became part of Sorority Row. Apparently, the purchase included Susie's spirit. She can be heard crying late at night, she pulls on sheets to wake up sleeping inhabitants and causes the general mayhem you'd expect of a ghost. But there is one bonus. The legend goes that girls who live in her former room will inevitably leave UGA wearing an engagement ring. Susie doesn't want to see another girl left lonely like herself. And for the last story let's travel to Brunau in Gainesville and meet Agnes. The evidence for Agnes' existence is circumstantial and based on vague tales of banging doors, sightings of luminous beings, and even one reported sighting of a hanged girl in a burnout building late at night. She may have been rejected by her sorority of choice, dumped by her cruel boyfriend, and in one story she's even murdered by witches in some sort of conflict between secret societies. Stories of Agnes range all over the campus with all sorts of unusual activity being attributed to her. And one last point, Agnes was the name of Eleanor Dare's child, if you recall our episode on the Dare Stones, and stories of Agnes begin to pop up on campus roughly corresponding to the arrival of the Stones on campus. Could Agnes have come along with the Stones? It's a good question. I hope you enjoyed these stories of ghosts in Northeast Georgia colleges. If you enjoy similar stories that involve local history as well as a little mayhem and murder, I'd like to tell you about the Haunted Habersham tour in downtown Clarksville in September and October. Fridays, Saturdays, and early on Sundays, take a walk around the Clarksville Square, learn the history of your area, learn about the people who founded this city and built this area up, and hear some stories about the darker side of Habersham County. There were some solved and unsolved murders, a little ghostly folklore surrounding the cemetery, and maybe even a ghost or two. There's a link to the webpage in the show notes for this episode, or email me at movingthroughgeorgia at gmail.com, and I would love to send you the information. If you want to go directly, you can go to the website at sites.google.com slash view slash Clarksville tour. It's only $10 per person. You book a time online and it'll be a lot of fun. You'll learn a lot about Habersham County and you might end up with some good stories to tell at your next campfire. From an eporty gal to Georgia. That's all.